Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. This is the English summary, a just and a translation of the Majlis of Hazar Mawlana Qamru Zamasab Damad Barakatuhum, which took place on Tuesday, the 13th of Safar, 1443, corresponding with the English date, 21st of September 2021. This Majlis took place after the Ishraq Salat at Baytul Adhkar, the residence of Hazar Wala Damad Barakatuhum. Hazar Wala is saying, Rather quoting the ayat of the Quran Majid, La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu minadhalimin. Now, this is ayat karima, very, very famous, and its virtues are known to all. But to repeat these type of things and to make the karar of this ayat also is necessary by merely listening to it once is not sufficient for us to know it and to practice on it correctly. In Durul Mantur, Durul Mantur has reported from Sayyidina Sa'd ibn Abi Waqqas radiyallahu ta'ala and that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Should I not inform you of Allah's name? It is, La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu minadhalimeen. The person who recites this 40 times in a dua will die as a martyr if he passes away during the same illness and if he recovers he will recover with all his sins being forgiven with all his sins being forgiven now there's different different riwayat and a hadith and the style in each hadith is so amazing so unique and so different in this particular hadith rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam goes on to say, should I not inform you of Allah's name? And then Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam quotes this particular ayat. On one occasion, it was the day of Jumu'ah and I was in Turkeshwar and I had to give the Jumu'ah majlis and talk. I had opened up and I spoke about this same topic. Today when I'm opening up my bayaz and my personal notebook, uh, I open up to the same page and this is where I'm reading from my own personal notebook. Now every day new knowledge comes about. There's new knowledge and there's new things that we are learning all the time. It is an ocean which has no shore, unlimited. And this notebook of mine is a khulasa and a just of hundreds and thousands of kitabs, of a kutub khana. I don't have to take so many kitabs all around with me, just this one. It became very, very old and torn, etc. And I had it uh, rewritten. So this hadith again, Durul Mantur has reported from Sa'ad ibn Abi Waqqas radiallahu ta'ala that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Should I not inform you of Allah's name? It is, La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu minadhalimeen. The person who recites this 40 times in a dua will die as a martyr if he passes away during the same illness. And if he recovers, he will recover with all his sins being forgiven. All his sins being forgiven. Now, one is we're making this dua. So now there's two points here that we can understand. One is to carry out uh, the dua, make the dua and achieve something. 
get the dua answered. And the other one is, the dua in itself is an objective. It is something that is desired and something that we should do. I mean, whether the dua is accepted or not, that's a, t- a topic on its own. But the dua, nafsi dua, dua in itself is from amongst the great objectives of a believer. Like how when we carry out ibadat, or we read our salat, etc., we get thawab. When a person makes dua, he is rewarded. Now, when I explain this to Muhtamim Saab uh, in Kantari Darulum, he said that, Hazrat, I never heard this before. And he was an, a, a unique and amazing individual. He was one uh, who enjoyed a high level of tawheed. He was a muahid. And he, his maslak and his style and his way was actually this year that why are people going for collection in that? Rather, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will sustain his madrasas. A very simple person, he would wear his sharwani coat and below that there his clothes even had patches. In fact, his own home was uh, had that their tawheed manzil. On one occasion, we were sitting there and a person came from Bombay and he was giving 50,000 uh, rupees uh, as a gift towards the madrasa and normally when a person gives 2000 rupees or this or that or the other so much of joy or happiness or this or that or the other comes but here with such a type of an izzat he took it and he said yes okay you can put it uh, 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 get it together there and they'll give you a receipt meaning it was quite straightforward and uh, may Allah Ta'ala reward you for your uh, contribution that was it. He was one who was just sufficed on the basics. Rather, poverty was his lot. On one occasion, his wife gave him on a certain meal some drink, Pepsi or whatever it was. And thereafter, when the next meal came or something, and he said that, what, you, what did you give me to drink? I enjoyed that. There, Can't you give me again? But what was the condition of the house? That she said, uh, yes, maybe if you give me the money or if we arrange some type of money, then listen to this of his conveyance and his traveling. Hazratwala is saying that he would go here from Kantaria right to Tarkesar and he would go not even by car or this or that, he would go by rickshaw. On one occasion, he came with me and he dropped me off right to Baroda. And I said to him, Muhtamim sir, why are you doing this here and the inconvenience for yourself? And he said, why should I not do that? You came all the way from Ilahabad. Can I not go and accompany you in appreciation and take you just to Baroda? Allahu Akbar. People said so aptly that he was an enemy of innovation. Rather, he was not one for... uh, new or uh, uh, what we would say circular education etc and he had such a huge madrasa on one occasion there were certain queries etc and he was called up from authorities uh, and he did not go rather his answer was that if you've got any inquiry of the madrasa or you need to see it or you want to know about it you're more than welcome you can come you can come now where was I and what was I saying Hazratwala then goes on to say that a person who makes dua is never ever at a loss. 
we continue. That's the first one that I wanted to speak to you about, or I'm quoting to you from my personal diary and notebook. That was of La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu minadhalimin. There is no deity besides you. You are pure. I have certainly been from the oppressors, from the zalims. Okay, we continue to the next one. The next one that I want to share with you is that of Hasbi Allah, la ilaha illahu, alayhi tawakkaltu wa huwa rabbul arshil azim. Abu Darda radiallahu ta'ala narrates that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, whoever recites seven times in the morning and evening, Hasbi Allah, La ilaha illahu alayhi tawakkaltu wa huwa rabbul arshil azim Allah is sufficient for me there is none worthy of worship besides him upon him only do i rely and he is the rabb of the glorious throne if a person recites this this particular hasbi allah this ayat the this wordings then allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will suffice for him with regards to all his worries to all his worries. We're asking, what's the way forward? What's the cure? What's the remedy? This is the remedy. You know, the example of this dunya, just take it as an example of a person who's holding a tray in his hand. Rather, it is even less than that. Allah Ta'ala bless us with his love and his ma'rifat. You know, when I go to Khusrubagh and I see that gate, uh, uh then it reminds me of an incident that there was this great wali of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he's passing by the king's palace and he sees the very front gate which is closed as opposed to normal days. So he inquires, hey listen, what's up? How come the front gate of the palace of the king is closed today? And he says, the answer is given, did you not hear that the bird of the king got loose, so we closed the front gate. To, the, to this, he was so amazed and so shocked at the foolishness of these people and he said to himself, Ya Allah, you have given the riches and the world to such foolish people, to such foolish people. At that time, Allah Ta'ala inspired him that, come on, go on, say, do you wish me to make an exchange? I can give him the love and recognition of Allah that you have in your heart, I can pass it on to him and I can give you the world and his riches. Immediately in repentance, he falls on his knees, he goes into sajda and he says, Oh Allah, I want no exchange whatsoever. I'm pleased with the lot that I have. Ilahi maqsoodem man tuhi wa tu muhabbat wa ma'rifate khutbida. Oh Allah, my objective is you and your pleasure. Therefore, bless me with your love and your recognition. I have not created jinn and mankind except so that they can worship me, so that they can, they can recognize me. And it is for this very uh, object that we go 
to the buzurgan deen so that we can gain the recognition of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ilahi maqsood man tuhi wa rizaitu muhabbat wa ma'rifati khud bida. You know this brother from uh, Multan, Multan wale, uh, the old gentleman and the other one as well who sends the kitabs of Hazrat Anwi to me both of them came to me in Masjid al-Nabawi and requested from me that they would want to take the bay'ah at my hands and I did so I, in fact both of them I blessed them with uh, I have granted them uh, ijazat I make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he, he, he makes this a sa'adat for me and a means of uh, true success Nevertheless, we continue and I'm reading when a person has in front of him the greatness of Allah and his own weakness when he witnesses this then it is something very very great. Now, Hazrat Mawlana Abdul Ghani I'm reading from his text and what, what Lutf also he write, writes and this is the Sheikh of Hazrat Hakim Akhtar Rahimahullah. So when a person has this in front of him, then he, will, he won't have ananiyat. He won't have pride, arrogance and it's I, I that can do. And it is for this reason that we also go to the Buzrugan Adin. Uh, the Salat, Al-Wudu. What is Wudu? Al-Infisalu Anil Khalq. That we separate ourselves from the Makhluk, from Ghair. And what is Salat? That Al-Ittisalu Bil Haq. Where we connect directly with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know, Hazrat Shah Wasiullah was so particular when he used to carry out his wudu. I mean today this whole concept of a lota and a container has disappeared. It is just that of a basin due to which all the adab etc. is gone. Uh, the, the, the etiquettes and the importance of wudu is also leaving us. We don't even say bismillah when we start our wudu. Many times niyat is not also made. Hazmolana Abrarul Haq used to carry his container and his lota with him all the time. You know, Molana Shah Wasiullah when he used to go to the masjid, the masjid is the place where we show our respect to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This old gentleman, when Hazrat Mawlana Shah Wasiullah used to enter the masjid, he used to stand up in honor of him. So he used to tell him, tell this person, why does he do this? And one day he said it to him directly, why do you do this? So he said, Hazrat, what to do? I was employed in government offices and had those duties there. And whenever these army generals or lieutenants or senior personnel would come, we would stand up in respect of them. You are such a great wali of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Should I not stand up in respect of you? Allahu Akbar. You know, let me tell you about the mother of Maqbool, uh, my uh, late wife Hazarwala is saying that she was so meticulous she was so particular she was so concerned of her salat her entire life towards the end the last two days three days few days where she was bedridden what was her last words that she said and her bequest and her words to me that listen these salats that have become kaza of mine see to them and look after my children I'm worried about my children. But you know what? Both of them, my first wife and my second wife, Hazarwala is saying, both of them were saintly women, saintly ladies. They were concerned about their salat 
and their tilawat. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive them all. You know, the masjid is the place where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is honored and uh, respected. So, we speak about two concepts. I'm continuing now. One is that of ikhlas and sincerity. One is that of fanayat, complete and total humility, helplessness, expression of helplessness in the court of Allah, annihilation of the nafs. Between the two, fanayat, humility, expression of helplessness in Allah's court, and annihilation of oneself is more superior to that of ikhlas. In fact, ikhlas, even when it's done, there's some amount of attention that's paid to, uh, to the deed, that I done this deed with ikhlas. Whereas, fanaiyat, and this complete and total humility, and expression of helplessness, there's nothing there that you're putting your support on, or your eyes and your attention is towards. Therefore, Fanayat supersedes that of ikhlas. Now something so fine and so delicate, this was the work, let me tell you, of Hazrat Tanvi rahimahullah who was the mujaddid. He hid himself so much and he presented himself just like that of an ordinary simple student due to which many didn't even recognize him. Many didn't even recognize him. You know, what can we say Hazratwala quotes some couplets and he says, What is the value of a flame or a torch or a lantern in front of that of the rays of the sun? It is use, useless and it is weak. Hazrat Mawlana Abdul Ghani Sahib, Rahimahullah, he used to also quote the couplets of Mawlana Muhammad Ahmad Sahib. Jisne mitaya apna naam o nishan, haft iqleem ka bana sultan, the one who lowered himself, he humbled himself, he erased all traces or signs of himself, his name, his fame, there was nothing like that. Such a person became the king of the worlds. Such a person eventually was granted name, was granted fame by none other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know the masses go astray because of the kings and the kings sometimes go astray because of religious people. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from this type of deviation. We continue. I'm reading from different articles from my personal diary and notebook. The kalima of dhikr is so great, even if it comes out once, it is a great treasure. It is better than this world and what it contains. The word or the ismezat and the personal name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also that is so great you know I've written this year and compiled this in, 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 my, in my diary maybe some 40-50 years ago Allah you know when we start salat we say Allahu Akbar meaning Allahu Akbaru min kulli shay Allah ta'ala is greater than everything else if a person just keeps this in front of him when he starts off his salat it will become so weighty and that will be enough for us to actually inculcate a certain type of khushu and khudu and sincerity and focus in our salat. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept from us. Let us make dua now. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us with correct, true and genuine knowledge. Correct, 
true and genuine actions and allah taala crown both of these with qubuliyat and acceptance allah taala grant me my children those who are connected to me and one in all the tawfiq and the hidayat of dhikr the remembrance of allah subhanahu wa taala fikr for our islah allah taala give us the tawfiq and the hidayat of recognizing ourselves and so that we can protect ourselves from the different types of trials and tribulations allah taala bless us with nafs mutmainna the contented soul what is that contented soul where eventually it becomes so calm so peaceful so obedient to allah subhanahu wa taala that there is no struggle left anymore happily and completely and totally it is just ready to do everything that allah taala had asked and what it's supposed to do allah taala accept rabbana taqabbal minna innaka antas samiul alim wa tub alaina innaka antat tawwabur rahim bi hurmati sayyidin nabiyil karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam